All right, guys. Welcome back to part two of our San Diego Comic-Con 2010 especial. Um, let's see. Uh, just to get a little refresher here. It's pretty much everybody from from part one. Not pretty much. It is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much P. You should probably uh, call it 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> Last sl- night was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, we all got wrecked. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm Slick McFavorite. And I'm Mrs. McFavorite. Oh, wait. Oh, we don't have any names yet. Hold on. We should yeah, you should come up with... We always have guests. Yeah, we, we always have people over. make up We're their own name. Into it. Hmm. Let me... Uh, Let's let it uh, flow, and I'll I'll come back with something. Yeah, first thing off the well, but head. yeah, this is the introduction. So, mm-hmm. well, uh, bad motherfucker from the get go. Okay, name. there we go. Bad motherfucker from the get go. Uh, uh, poopy McBrown pants. No. Skinny McSkidmark. Slippery, slippery Pete. No. Uh, you know what? I'm Dan Shea. <laughs> you know what? That's fine. Yeah, I stay with Kinga. <laughs> there you go. That's a funny name. So it works. She's like, yeah, fuck no you too. That anyway. Say that on her name birthday too. Oh, you so disgrace can we, her name. Can we birthday. call you BMFGG Just for short? Just call me the get go. Okay, the get go. All right, get-go. all right. So uh, something we didn't cover last time. What the hell are we drinking? Yeah, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> Tonight is a lot less. <laughs> yeah, compared to last night. Uh, let's see. Beer-wise, we're drinking, uh, how would you pronounce that? Metalolus? I've been trying to sound it out in my head. It's a dis- it's Metolius. Metolius would be Metolius. My yeah, oh, that actually sounds go. really Check good. It is a damsel blonde ale. Let's see if we've got a description. Damselfly is perfect for summer fishing. Metalless Damselfly is the perfect blonde ale. That is a light non-paid in- commercial. <laughs> light in color, light in body, but Metolius still maintaining the rich anyway. flavor of a microbrew. And and flavor is the American flavor, not the British flavor with a U in it. Uh, just to make that distinction. Uh. And where the hell is this fucking brewed? It doesn't even... Uh, Portland, Oregon. I'm oh, sure right. yep. there you go. Good eye. All right, so that's what uh, the missus and I are drinking, and well, everybody. I mean, I think. What? I mean, we oh. all got a shot of cheap. Don't talk for me. I can <laughs> say what I'm drinking. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm drinking Metolius. <laughs> Metolius of the holiest. <laughs> um, I'm also uh, mixing it up with some Starbucks double shot mocha coffee. It's a horrible mix. <clears throat> And and I got some water over on the coffee table. (laughs) And then uh, quite perhaps the cheapest vodka we've ever ever seen in this world, Heritage Vodka. Oh, God, it makes makes me... It says it's premium, produced from 100% (laughs) grain-neutral spirits, charcoal-filtered. Uh-huh. And I can verify there is nothing floating in that bottle. <laughs> I can so the charcoal fire, they have filtered something. <laughs> they filtered the shit out of it, but they didn't filter the shit flavor. <laughs> oh, it, is, it, is, it is horrible tasting. And we've had cheap booze this whole time. Yes, of course. Uh, and, uh, You're partying with Slick McFavorite. I know, and that, that's fine. We've had, a, we've had a good time. I mean, we've been in... 
ingesting the stuff for three days now. And this is and a the lot worst of it. One. The worst yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, yeah we've actually it. have we've had uh, four different vodkas in the last three days. That's pretty good. Yes. <laughs> My okay. liver is like I hate you. So this is a part two because uh, last night we were all wrecked as hell. <laughs> Mrs. McFavorite was going to bed. Then we started recording right the podcast. The table, by the way. Yeah, then we were recording the podcast and she came out and like, okay, I'm going to record it. Well, Five minutes later. Sleep and I heard, yeah, let's go ahead and record. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Just to let you listeners out there know, uh, her dedication to this podcast is uh, undeniable. I mean, she was here asleep with the headphones on and the microphone in front with her eyes closed. (laughs) She's like an assassin that sleeps with one eye open. Cheers, Cheers, everyone. We're all all toasting. Cheers. Yep. We Uh, didn't do two in a row. We just got one. So here's two in a row. Uh, We have to toast to something. Oh, Uh, uh, what do we say in in, uh, uh, Poland again? Nostrovia. Nastrovia. 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 There you go. I forgot. All right. So first up, uh, because Mrs. McFavorite wasn't part of yesterday's conversation, we're going to let her do a brief recap of her. I like uh, how he's like, brief, bitch. (laughs) Of her Thursday at Comic-Con. Okay. Well, my Thursday at Comic-Con was in Hall H. And... um, Hall H is the main massive 6,500 person hall. It's where all the big movie stars come to. Um, I tried to get into the very first panel was Megamind, uh, with Tina Fey and Will Ferrell, and I didn't get into it. And so I was like, okay, well, good thing there's Tron, and didn't get into it. (laughs) (laughs) That one was rather disappointing. But the good stuff is coming. The good stuff is coming. And so then we've got. Battle Los Angeles and Salt. So I got to see Angelina Jolie and um, Michelle Rodriguez from that pa- or from those two panels. They kind of did a twenty-five minute stint um, for those two movies. And, and then it's oh, and, Michelle Rodriguez and Battle Los Angeles. Then yeah, she's yeah, and those and that's are, a TV show, right? That's no, that's a, a movie. movie. Oh, it's a movie. Oh, yeah, I it's a movie. That, and so is Salt then. I assume, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so it was Michelle Rodriguez and then Angelina Jolie, right? Yes. And I think because most, I think a lot of the people that are listening probably have never been to Comic Con, so they don't know this. But you could tell us from experience I mean, mm-hmm. of the two girls, uh, which one's a better kisser? <laughs> you know, Comic Con's very intimate. They they have their own styles, so you know. <laughs> I think they're both they they both kiss very very okay. well. I was I was you know. I Very honored so. that they actually let me kiss them. I see <laughs> them. I see it. I'm there. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then after that was Red, which is retired, extremely dangerous, with Bruce Willis. That's what it's, that's what it stands for. I know. It looks good. I did not know that. It, it looks, looks really, really good. Yes. Um, Bruce Willis, uh, Helen Mirren. Um, you know what? Just in the Mary Louise Parker. Just in the few actress, um, the few actors. Uh-huh. That you've said, you're talking forty, fifty million a movie, right there. Yeah, yeah. You know that's how much they cost. Yeah. You know that's that's how big of stars that uh, Miss McF- 
favorite just saw. I keep forgetting the name. Mrs. Mrs. That's why she's married now. She's, like, she's an honest woman now. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's a lot of movie stars well, in a morning. The rest of the people, I mean, um, Bruce Willis was there, Helen Mirren, um, uh, Mary Louise Michelle Parker, Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez was Battle Los Angeles, so she, she, she did her thing and she left. Mm-hmm. Um, so... They were there. There were a couple others. I'm, I can't think of them right now. I've got pictures. Uh, but this is an all-star cast with Morgan Freeman, John Malkovich, um, Richard Dreyfus. Dreyfus is in it. I mean, it's a sick cast, and the movie looks so good, and I'm so excited about I wanna it. I want to see it. I want to see it. Bruce Willis, that, that was the first time Bruce Willis has ever been to Comic-Con, and it was, he was like, oh, my God, and he was he was really good on the panel. He was great. He was hilarious, and he was also very gracious. He's like, thank you guys for waiting in line to see me. <laughs> you <laughs> really? Know, see, uh, not me, us. You know, yeah. thank you for wanting us to be here and stuff like that. So I thought that was really cool. Um, the next one was Entertainment Weekly, The Visionaries. Uh, this is the J.J. Abrams and Joss Whedon panel. I missed Joss twice this year. No. I'm so sorry, dude. But it was it, it was an amazing panel. I've um, I've heard the names and I'm familiar with what they've done, but I never really got into the level of, of them. And they were great. The panel was just amazing. They... Just they just sat there and just bullshit. Talked about all different kinds of stuff, and they were talking shit to each other. Like, yeah, well, I didn't do that one, ha ha ha, you know, and stuff like that. And it was it was a really really good panel. They didn't show anything. It was just them sitting there talking. Um, what's his name? I can't remember the name of the guy that did the moderate moderating, but it was really really good. Um, he asked some really great questions. Was it a big guy? Um, Red hair. Yeah, it's. Harry Knowles. Jeff, no. Oh. St- like Jeff, Dr. Jensen or something like that. Yeah. What, what name did I you think it was? Harry what? Harry Knowles from Ain't It Cool Is News. It in oh. this? It sounds like a porn name. He's Oh, Jeff Doc Jensen. Jeff Jensen. Yeah. He's got to be a He looks familiar when oh, I saw Doc. him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Doc. From G.I. Joe. Black guy. Green sunglasses. No. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, the next one was the Expendables, and this was a panel that I was um, I was kind of like, eh, you know, it it I was staying in that hall. I wasn't leaving because I wasn't about to go stand in line again. Um, but after I saw it, this was the one with Sylvester Stallone, Bruce Willis, um, uh, Dolph Lundgren. And uh, Steve Stone Cold Austin, <laughs> Randy Couture. It would. One of these kids is doing his own thing. <laughs> um, oh, to be a steroid dealer nowadays. It is a testosterone-filled oh, movie, boy. and I am so excited about it. And what was really cool about this one was that um, they had talked about. Uh, doing it in 3D um, and like some of the CG stuff and Sylvester Stallone was like yeah I I was thinking about it and everything he's like no I wanted to do this old school so there's no CG I'm sure I'm sure there's probably some but he's like there's there's no CG it's not going to be 3D it fucks with the angles and all this other stuff so it's an old school badass action movie movie. I got a bandana from it and it's like uh, it's like a throwback to I remember when I was in uh, elementary school uh, you wanted like the, they were like the army green shirts with the skull with biting on a knife, and it said like um, 
kill them all at God sort them out, you know, kind mm-hmm. of look to the T-shirt. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a pretty standard Marine or Army. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this uh, this this bandana. It's general issue, you know. Yeah, standard issue. You know. <laughs> Fuck humanity, kind of shit. <laughs> and Jet Li's in it. He wasn't there, but Jet Li's in it. Bruce he, Willis. He was Pike there. He was just he's he's so short. He's probably under the table. You didn't see him. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's he's very very sneaky. Yes, he's like he's, he's like quick. <laughs> probably answered three um, questions and got out of the hall before he even knew he was there. Uh, and Bruce Willis, he wasn't set to be in that panel, but he came back for like five minutes, you know, popped up on stage and was all, hey, you guys, and <laughs> stuff like that. about as long as he's in the movie, I hear, too. <laughs> oh, is he not a big... I think him, I mean, spoiler. The, the shit that they showed, it looked like he was, but that's just it's, trailers That's and just stuff. the big scene. I mean, just because he's in it for five minutes doesn't mean that he's not going to have a badass role, you know, but yeah, from what exactly. I, from what I understand of the movie, yeah, you know, spoiler alert. Uh, Darth Maul. Uh, yeah, well, that's fine too. Uh, I mean, um, Darth Maul. Wait, Darth Maul's in the expendables? No, 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 no. It is. But if it's he only is. five minutes, it's still. But that's totally. what we're saying. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I would take, you know, I take a Darth Maul in every movie if I could, or a Boba Fett, you know, or, or whatever. A badass villain in there for a ten couple minutes seconds. That's fine. It's just totally overshadows most everybody else in the movie. But it's the and same with the uh, the, with the Governor, you know, who is. Oh yeah, and he's in it too. Yeah, he's gonna. This is his first. Arnold movie is in since it since he's been Governor. Uh, yeah, it's the same thing. These guys are all like, I think they're all meeting to plan um, to launch. A popular restaurant chain, then <laughs> um, it gets just interrupted by you know uh, success. One of the we're going to call it biceps. We're only going to serve muscle meat. One of the really cool things was that um, this is actually the second panel we've been to at Comic Con where uh, Guinness Book of World Records uh, presented an award. Um, Sylvester Stallone um, and Dolph Lundgren got it too. Um, it was. Uh, the Guinness Book of World Records for the highest grossing sports movie. Rocky? Yeah. Well, uh, four if Lundgren got it, right? Yeah, I guess. I, I, four would have been the, the, the guy came it. up that on stage like, and he... That's what, yeah, that was like 86. You could tell that the the, oh. the guy that was presenting the award was so nervous because I could barely understand him. He was just like, sports movie, here you go. And he like handed him the awards and like took off the stage. And they're he was like, so nervous. Okay. Well, he, had, uh, he had handed one to Arnold earlier that day. And it was for the most... <laughs> <laughs> So the the other award was given to The Simpsons last year yeah. for the longest, longest running, running TV series. Still, yeah, still being produced yeah. TV series, and they're in year twenty one. That show's been on since I was seven years old. That's you know, it's, and um, I have talked about this with Dan Shea before, and that uh, you know, I have I had always thought that I got into The Simpsons late. But when they started to release those DVDs, I went and I bought the first season, second season. And when I'm watching them, I'm like, no, I watched this. I've been there the whole damn time. I just, I guess it's just. uh, Well, but you've been watching them in syndication as well. This is, you know, I don't know if it's even, uh, you know, whenever you see the syndicated Simpsons, how often is it from the first couple of seasons? Those are. Those are in the back pocket. Let's let's say the Simpsons for a little bit later. uh, I gave up. Well, I didn't give up, but, you know, we all. Well, we hit puberty. We started going out. There was probably four or five years there where I wasn't watching Anything. TV, really, period. And then, uh, yeah, I guess I hit I hit my 20s, and I found syndication again, and 
I haven't left the house yet. 800 hours of <laughs> Simpsons later. <laughs> Here we are. Simpsons did it. And last but not least, on the the eight-hour day inside Hall H, I came outside. I was like, air. Um, <laughs> was Scott Pilgrim versus the world. That looks good. It looks so fucking cool. It is... It's. I was so excited about this movie. Um, the the guy that plays it, um, um, super bad. Yeah, super yeah. bad. And Michael Sarah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad with names. Yeah, Michael Sarah. I love him. His delivery is just amazing. He's just just the way how he talks and everything is just. I really really enjoy him, and so I was really excited about it. And they were showing clips from it and everything. And I was like, holy crap, this movie looks so cool and. I'm really excited about it. Has anyone here actually read the uh, the book? No, but I'm no. going to. I hadn't even heard of it before I started. I, yeah, Has anybody I here know. ever read a book at all? Yes. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> well, this was a graphic Leave it to novel. The girls I'm to be to all, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um. So that was that was my day in Hall H. I I I, I did get into a little fight with a guy walking out of the hall. Oh, I, I saw that. Him. <laughs> yeah, and I was lucky enough not to see him, so I didn't have to get in a fight with the guy either. And you know so. what? If there is one funny. place in this world where I'm a tough motherfucker, <laughs> it's that Comic Con. It's that Comic Con. I'm gonna knock these nerds out. I will what? beat your ass. No, it was kind of funny. We were coming out, and and this guy thought that I was pushing up on him, and so he jabbed an elbow in front of me and was like, "You can wait your turn." And so I pushed him. Yeah, really hard. <laughs> it scared him. <laughs> That was fun. Well, that was a good recap of the first day. <laughs> that was that was yeah. my day, and then we saw say, Lost Boys. I mean, oh yeah, but that that sucked. Uh, the, <laughs> you had, I think, you had a world record day. Like, like I said, just it box office day. power. I think you you pretty much nailed it. Yeah, yeah, it was it was an amazing day. I had a I I really enjoyed myself, even though I but was all let's alone. Look, you know, this this whole podcast is for the toys. Yeah, right? I was going to say. And um, well, this I'm this whole pod, the the podcast is geared towards toys, but not when it comes to Comic Con. That's true too. I mean, Comic Con <laughs> is definitely an experience. I hope we get to talk about that. But um, I'm looking at the the the, the uh, Stormtrooper now, and it's it's a sweet piece. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> it is really nice. So that was day one for Comic Con. I don't know what everybody else talked about. Yeah, earlier. you're going to have to listen to it while you edit snoring. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to go ahead and give a, a brief rundown of Comic Con to this point, at least as far as the events we've attended. Uh, not get too much into, you know, each individual thing and what we think about it or the information that was revealed, blah, blah, blah. But, but more just so you can kind of get a, a general understanding of, of what we do when we're there. Um, and I'll let, I'm sure some people's, uh, uh, things are going to vary from my list here so you can just kind of chime in when you did something else or you know that kind of thing uh so that was the first day uh second day first up uh for me at least was uh star wars the hasbro panel so this was this was a very cool panel uh talking about all the new star wars stuff that's going to be coming out now the thing that kind of sucks about this because we have c5 coming up so soon normally they would reveal most of the things coming out in the next year at this panel well because c5 is coming up in about two two and a half weeks 
they cut it in half. They literally revealed half of what they would have normally because they're saving the second half for C5. So we saw some very cool stuff uh, live blogged about it. Um, so you can go check out some of the highlights. I've also recorded all of the toy panels. I think I mentioned that, that on the last part. So you can go and look at those. Uh, next up, what you you did that too, and you did okay. another. What was the other Star Wars panel you did after One that? One after that was the Star Wars um, Collectors. Was it the high-end collectibles? Yeah, Is it that was the was? Star okay. Wars collectibles. Uh, Sideshow was there. Um, Gentle Giant was there. Kubuku? See, now I mean it. What's that? It's not Butaki, Nancho. No. Totally different. Wow. Oh, see, Nancho. Kotobukiya, or let's see, that's Yeah, we're tired. Yeah. <laughs> the a, Japanese definition is going to be Kota all over Bukia. our ass There this. you go, Kotobukiya. Okay, well, that, anyway, they were they were the ones, uh, <laughs> ironically enough, with the Star Wars cho- uh, chopsticks. I, th- I think that's ironic. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's probably fitting, really. <laughs> but, yeah, I was going to say, a Japanese collectible company making chopsticks, chopsticks. is probably that's irony, the furthest it? from no. our... No, no. What is it? I, don't, I guess irony I don't know is, Irony is when you don't expect something. It's the last thing you would expect. Okay. I wow. stood in line. Okay. Irony is a tough thing to define. Yeah, yeah. I am very you got confused. You know what? I blame Alanis Morissette for a lot of the confusion. <laughs> Us as well. You should. She yes. didn't she, really talk about much up. irony in that. No. Song. Okay. Uh, no, no, but um, this one was. Uh, it was an interesting um, panel because, um, uh, well, when we first, well, actually, uh, Slick had left and uh, he left me there, and so mm-hmm. I just kind of hung out because I I had never been to this before. Um, and so they had a computer problem and so while they were getting another computer and they had to borrow one from somebody in the audience uh, while they were setting that up everybody that was up on the panel was just like oh well hey let's let's have some giveaways you know or like oh yeah giveaways let's 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 go ahead and do that and uh, my the one of the highlights for the show here was that you know these guys are they're ans- they're asking very um, they're asking, you know, very detailed questions about their particular product lines. And I do not keep up with this stuff. I'm going to start listening to this particular blog every week. Don't listen to ours. We don't cover high-end collectibles. No, but it doesn't matter. Our, all, but I'm just saying, ours I, is all I'm action not, figures. Um, but. I usually go to these. I usually go to the Comic Con and I see something cool and I buy it. I don't know where it came from, how many more are coming. coming. You know, out, I really, yeah. I don't know. I don't follow it. Um, so this, <laughs> these trivia around the exhibit hall like a shopping zombie. <laughs> oh yeah, like ooh, that's cool. Handfuls of twenties and outstretched hands. <laughs> that's that's how. That's really how I kind of operate. Um, and so I didn't really have a chance at any of this stuff. Um, Sideshow Collectibles comes up. They're the second ones. First is Gentle Giant, and they're giving away stuff that I happen to already buy. I mean, I, I already bought it, so um, I'm I'm really cool with that. Uh, Sideshow comes out, and Sideshow has the best looking stuff. They have the best looking booth. They have the best looking stuff, and Sideshow comes out, and they're gi- they're giving away this uh, Sand Trooper. That's I don't know. A couple. Of, what's that line? 
Do you know? Uh, the Sideshow 12-inch. The Sideshow 12-inch. Or six-scale figures. Six-scale figures. and Sounds they, much better than Sideshow 12-inch. <laughs> See? I don't know the difference other than an inch. Um <laughs> But I do know from the ladies, the difference between the two is a ooh and an ah. Um, I know, it's a bad one. Uh, Anyway, they they asked a question, and it was, the the question was, which sideshow collectible was the first alien from the Star Wars cantina? And I raised my hand and I just said, I mean, what would you say? I said, "Well, you've already asked me, and I, I would have said the uh, the the belly dancer with the long ass." Uh, no, you would. No, actually, you the, said the, the band leader. Yeah, the, the band yeah, leader. The, the piano player. No, you, that's Jabba's palace. Is what you're thinking right there? It is. I was picturing. Oh yeah, he's yeah, the yeah, little yeah. mini elephant. The little blue guy. Dan and Dan and the figure figure nodes or something like that is the band from the Cantina. That's uh, those are and, all the same looking guys and, with the big. Yeah, the, yeah big, uh, like, the big domes, like split, split yeah. heads, and like the, the inverted mouse. mouth. Yeah, the pussy mouth. Yeah. The pussy mouse. <laughs> and then, know. but anyway, you know, I said, you know, Guido. You know, that's the one I said. Yeah. I just I raised my hand. Most and obvious. I totally just said that, and they're like, "Oh yes!" And so I won this really cool uh, hundred and twenty dollar. Yeah, it was a, it was a great prize. I was really happy. You know, to come out of that stuff with anything free, you're you're always just really pumped. And it was a sand trooper. And it was a sand trooper, right? Yeah. And I, you know, it's a cool looking costume. It's a cool looking gift. But anyway, that's 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 what I got there. They did announce. Um, well, no, they didn't really announce anything. You know, other than what was on the show floor. I, mean, yeah. I don't think I learned anything any any different. If they would have, it would have been. It would have probably been obscure. And minimal that you may not have picked up on it. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't pick up on it. Yeah, no deal because we don't talk about high collectibles. We're too cheap. We'll cover <laughs> if, them every now and then. If it's but... taller than four inches, I don't buy it. <laughs> but uh, so I did Maddie panel. The Maddie panel was, of course, always amazing. Um, That's uh, Mattel. In case I'm listening later. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Note to sell. <laughs> <laughs> and I stood in line. That's all I'm going to say. I just stood in line. Yeah. Mrs. McFavorite had a disappointing day. She I'm got not, I'm screwed. getting there. I'm just telling. Oh, okay. Well, you seem like you wanted to tell your story. I then. believe that's a segue. Just, you, said, you said, if you did something different, chime in. And I did. I said, and I stood in line. And that's all I got to say now. Oh, okay. Ass. <laughs> oh, well, in the interest of full disclosure, I think I was still at home in bed up until this point. <laughs> you were missing out on all of this. Grim. Yeah, actually, I think I met up with Mark right after he won that figure. So maybe at this point I've slipped into the, uh, what are we, the fellowship of the Comic-Con or something? What, what is <laughs> it when, when we're all rolling? was a lot of walking. Yeah. That's what you the Brotherhood of Con. I got... I, yeah, three pretzel dogs this weekend. <laughs> In bomb. You're like, best Comic-Con ever. ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I did Maddie. Again, uh, tons of details on the blog. Just check it out. Uh, recorded that. Um, one thing I didn't get to see, uh, they've started this practice during the Maddie panels. So they go through and they reveal and in great detail everything that's coming out in the next six months or so. Um, and then right at the end, they have this slide in there that they flash 
they go to the slide and it goes off within a half a second. The, they did this at a con about three months or two months ago. And, uh, was it the lady in the, in the glass of Pepsi? No. No? Okay. I've been waiting for that to come back. Sorry. I don't even know the reference. Oh, it's a, it's a book I remember in elementary school. It was uh, warning you of the advertisements and their subliminal messaging. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Do you remember this? I I know subliminal messaging, but not the lady the in the Pepsi. put it on the board for like a second. Was it, was it, it a of, naked lady in the Pepsi? It, it was a naked lady in, Ooh. like, basically, like, the ice cubes, you know, kind of formed, you know, the breasts and stuff like that. Oh, I see. You know? Okay. So abstract in the ice. It was also the same one where you saw the Joe Camel and you realized that his nose was a penis. <laughs> it is. If you guys look, go look. Joe oh, Camel. I've seen it. He's got a dick face. He's seen it. <laughs> I seen them. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. No off. worries. No so worries. Curious why he doesn't smoke them. <laughs> smoke penises. That's <laughs> like, why? Because they're disgusting. <laughs> Take it from me. <laughs> it's not what you think it's going to be. <laughs> okay. So 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 they've started this practice now, and and people knew it. People should have been ready. Is. At the end of the at the end of the slideshow, when you think it's done, they hit a slide, they leave it up there for a half a second, and it's gone. If you're taking photographs, your camera will not even process it fast enough from the time you see it and hit the button to where it, it'll capture the image. But I have it on video. But the shitty thing is I didn't even get to see it in person <laughs> because I was live blogging and they're like, so you, you have, you have to check you your hear, blog to see what all I see is a flash in the corner. Like they're ending it. I see a flash in the corner. And everybody's like, Oh, I'm like, Oh, I missed the damn flash of the, of the teaser. And so the, the big reveal is they showed a weapons rack. Which, if you were a rich kid, I guess, because I didn't have this kind of kid, it, the Castle Grayskull came with a little weapon. I remember rack. it. It was purple. Yeah. No, it was wood. It was like wood colored, yeah. like an orange. Maybe I don't remember this. Huh? You may be thinking of Snake Mountain, oh. the bad guys one, because oh, I think that one was okay. purple. Okay. But so the big deal is here is they're going to do a Castle Grayskull. Now we're talking about figure. These new He-Man figures are twenty dollars a piece. Ultra articulated, larger than the original vintage ones. So if those they're going to original ones were pretty big, weren't those originals like six inches or something? No, the originals size. were about five inches. So they weren't bad. They were kind of in a battle stance, hunched over a little bit. So oh, you don't have to describe them to me. <laughs> we know He-Man. So this is a big deal that they're going to do Castle Grayskull. I mean, this is going to be a two hundred dollar playset. Wow. The, since they came out with these figures a year and a half ago, everybody was saying Castle Grayskull, Castle Grayskull. They kept saying it makes no sense. We cannot figure the tooling for a new Castle Grayskull that would fit these figures. And that's going to be done. So that's kind of cool. So check out the video. Uh, when I post the video, I will mark the times, the time spot and I'll link directly to it. Just if you want to see that flash of that, 
that slide. is definitely because I need to go find it myself since I didn't. Get and to that see is it. such a piece of my childhood right there. Just the the actual look. We didn't have it. Um, my neighbor, my younger brother's friend, um, they were across a couple of streets, but they were you know we used to walk there all the time. He had both the Castle Grayskull and the Snake Mountain one. Mm-hmm. So we used to always, you know, hang out with them, and we were always, you know, playing with that and stuff. Um, Every block had one kid, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, but they ended up being all well. They were like born again Christians, and I guess the mom kind of thought that the that the He Man itself was the devil. There's a lot of sorcery or in Masters sorcery of the Universe. Or something like that. There's and a lot of stories out there about forbid God them to people. play with it yep. anymore, and gave the stuff or just or threw it away or something. Yeah, it was it broke our hearts, and <laughs> ever since then we've hated Jesus. Yeah, that's, those <laughs> things add up. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and not do that to us. <laughs> All right, so that was Maddie. Oh, and I love the Christians that make people hate God. <laughs> <laughs> it's most Mormons. Right? <laughs> so uh, that was pretty much my Friday. I picked up my Hasbro stuff on Friday, which thank God I did because the Sergeant Slaughter sold out for the entire show. Second day, not including the preview night, but second day into the show, about midday, sold out of the most popular variant for the entire show. So, and, thank and, God and I picked I, up that. That's Tim's McFavorite. Thanks mm-hmm. to a guest in line behind us that also helped us out. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that that particular figure, by the way, and then I told Slick this several times, and I know I like to repeat my stories to him, but you guys have not heard it. That Sergeant Slaughter was the most played with toy. Of the G.I. Joe line, for me, by far. I still have it. I don't have the tank anymore, uh, but I do have that exact figure with the camo pants and the black tank top. Uh, I think he had a whistle on a lanyard or something. Does that right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that thing. And I, you know, I actually... Well, I not, was, I, I'm sorry. I don't know if it had a lanyard or well, not. Well, he had the whistle <laughs> on his neck. Yeah. yeah. It was molded to his neck. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't what's like... cool right. was this one... His, it's an actual accessory around oh, his neck oh. that you can take off on these new ones. Oh, that's getting lost. <laughs> well, and if you have little tiny lips, collectible. Could... <laughs> what are you talking about? If you have little tiny lips, you could get a. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... But anyway, that was I, I love that. That was a great. Um, that's a great packaging and a great look. You yeah. Know? Although um, technically, it never existed in that packaging, right? Because it came with the tank. Yeah. And the other one never was in a package either because so, it was a mail away and came in a little plastic baggie. So Sergeant Slaughter's first bubble pack oh. or, or packaging. Or called? Blister card. Blister, blister card. Yeah. Okay. Well, congratulations, Sergeant Slaughter. Come a long way. <laughs> Yay. And he was there signing. I didn't go see him. Um, again, not a big signature junkie, but. All right, Dan. So what did, you just did the exhibit hall with us, essentially, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Friday. I ended up, I don't th- I didn't do a single panel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the whole time so far. And then Mrs. McFavorite, you want to tell your... My day, (laughs) what my original planned out day was, I was going to the Seth Green signing at uh, Entertainment Earth. Then I was going to go to the Big Bang panel. And then um, Robot Chicken. And um, I think that was after Robot Chicken, I think that was it. Yeah, you Um, you were... So that was my plan. You were timing them pretty well. You were leaving yourself 
big chunks of time yeah. because these are very popular panels. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, you know, I had, I had it planned out and everything. So, um, I decided to skip, uh, the Seth Green signing, uh, to get in line for Big Bang. Uh, stood in line for Big Bang for two and a half hours to not get in. Um, I then went on to not get a chicken. Well, I, by, by the time I was done with Big Bang, I was like, I'm not fucking standing in line to not get into robot chicken. So I was kind of out of defeat. You did that last year. No, it's... no. Last year I didn't get, I didn't do robot chicken because I was doing Twilight. Oh, okay. I wouldn't have, there was no way with the timing yeah, that Twilight, Twilight got ended. Out and robot, robot chicken, chicken was started. an hour later and I knew I wasn't getting in. The year before that, I sat in line for three and a half hours for them to tell, tell the people, Ten or there was a person, ten people in front of me. They said, "This is the end of the line," and I was like, "Fuck you!" Oh. Three and a half hours. But anyway, so no Big Bang, no Seth Green, no Robot Chicken. Had a great day hanging out with all of you guys, though. Had a lot of fun at when the you hub. weren't in line for yeah, things you weren't in getting line. into. <laughs> <laughs> so we're the other thing, you know. Yeah. We're, we're the alternative, and we're okay. yeah. Strange enough, there's no waiting for us. <laughs> Nobody cares. And and I appreciate hanging out with you guys so much because it was so much fun at, at the hub panel. We, Cobra badges and pictures. Oh yeah, and we Optimus did that too, Prime. and that was yeah. great. Yeah, that we was haven't even checked our pictures really. Yeah, we got to get online. Yeah, we got to go online and check those. Oh. And then, uh, so after we did the hub thing, we went back and walked the exhibit hall, walked up to the Hasbro booth, and was you know just checking things out because we hadn't been there yet. And I look over, I'm like, oh, holy shit, it's Seth Green! Oh my god! Oh my god! And I like freaked out, and then I got all scared. And Jason's like, just. Just go over there and ask him for a signature. I was like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. So he gets all mad at me and he goes over and asks him. <laughs> and he goes, Boy, look, I mean, asshole, sign this fucking piece of paper. And then he says, what to you? Yeah. No. no. It's slick walked up, had, <laughs> had the comic con or had the robot chicken nerd in his hand with a marker and he said, can you do us a solid? And he went. And, and I didn't even ask him actually. Okay, so what happened is, is I was, he was there. We turned around. We we pulled out the molar and uh, and Skeletor, which which are from a robot chicken sketch, and we got the nerd out. So we're going to ask him to sign both of them. Um, by the time we got the molar out, he had gone upstairs. Like these big booths, they have little private second stories break on them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. and uh, sometimes they, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. They keep Green room. Yeah, and they keep right, some yeah. inventory yeah, yeah. for some of the booths up there, that kind of thing. Um, and so I was like, we have nothing else going on. Let's just sit here until he comes back down, you know, and just kind of milling around. We weren't like, you know, sitting down, staring intently up the stairwell or anything. So finally, uh, not all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of. <laughs> yeah, you should have seen him. He was more excited than me. <laughs> so finally, he meanders down. Not really. And what he's there to do is get a whole bunch of free shit from Hasbro. Like he was, he was thanking them so much for hooking him up and shit like that. We sat back this entire time when he got down. Fucking, he was only partially recognized by one guy. One guy walked up and was like, Hey Scott, 
Scott, can I get a picture? <laughs> and his wife, his newly acquired wife, uh, was like, <laughs> that's acquired not, is the word. <laughs> that's not his name. And the guy told her, yes, it is. It's Scott Green. <laughs> and she's like, no, it's Seth. And I was just like, yeah, dude, it's Seth. And so he kind of walks off dejected. And so, uh, we didn't have time to get the molar out, but I quickly pulled off the nerd. I held out a Sharpie in front of it, and I just I just put my shoulders up. And, and he literally said, dude, I'm just hanging out. I'm not saying anything. And oh. that literally broke. Made you kind of made you kind of look like an asshole, didn't he? Yeah, he treated him like an asshole. Like but just, again, it's it's the end of the day. Yeah, and I mean, it, this was this, this was six thirty yeah. or something See, and like I that. Understand. I understand. It's, it's I think this guy's been in the public eye enough too. He knows if he's seen in the middle of the Comic Con floor signing one guy's thing, that's what a I line is just going to form up right behind him for the yeah, next hour. Exactly. See, but, yeah. but that's also, why I didn't serve anyone a single drink. The whole weekend. I don't know if you guys notice that or not. <laughs> I'm like, as soon as you start doing what your job is, I no think, that, I think that I think yeah. it's actually kind of uh, it's a reaction to kind of defend your heroes or things like that. You know, uh, whenever Lucas does anything like make Han Solo shoot second, I defend him, and you know, it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Okay, I will defend, and you guys are defending Seth Green. This was not. You guys were not at a, a line at the subway. Or, he wasn't eating dinner. You know, he wasn't eating yeah. dinner. I mean, he was getting free on. Yeah. He was using his fame to get free crap. His fame is being called upon to sign a couple of these little pieces of plastic. His own action figures. His own yeah, thing. His, 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 obviously, we his like you. But it's also not that fair because just earlier that day, we saw the line of people standing there for hours standing in line to get his autograph but no no but no, it, no, it no, was, no no there was, was nobody there minuscule actually there was and i know I the mean, area there was, there was maybe 30 people in line believe me as crazy as crazy as comic-con can get and dan shay you walk in for an hour and you walk out and by the time you even get there you're you feel the hassle of getting there the parking and all the people and then you leave where you never get to is the parts of the con that are fun, like relaxing and kind of cool and things like that. Like you kind of mm-hmm. don't let yourself get there. When when you go to the con, there are many many moments of quiet and little secluded little corridors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that particular area, at any given time of the day, nobody could be there. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's very Hasbro, common. Yeah, yeah. everybody's yeah. looking at the cases. They're, they're not standing around. Yeah, they're, things, yeah. yeah, they're not standing maybe around the five desk. people around. You know, it's not always chaotic everywhere at Comic Con. You know, and relatively, relatively. I mean, but no, I could. I would say in there and, and in that little corner, and I know that area well because I always go and look at all the Star Wars stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, and, anytime I'm not busy, I'm milling around. And that yes, sometimes booth. that little square could be packed, and it sucks. But many, many, many times that little square could be very quiet. And when you guys were there, I wasn't there for this whole exchange. I kind of came at the in the aftermath, mm-hmm. and it was. I saw him there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was nobody around. Yeah. Yeah. He could have just signed it. And 
Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. It was, it was weird. It's a thing of is, and this is what I said in my post is that it was, it was understandable, but really crappy. It's understandable mm. that he like, you know, at the end of the day, it's a possibility. It could, it could, you know, create a big scene like, Oh, well, sign mine, blah, 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 all of that. I can understand why he said no. It was the way he said no. You just don't treat your fans like assholes. You don't make them look like an asshole. Well, especially well, when let- you're at the Comic Con and you're there. Yeah. You know, like, again, you're not at a restaurant. Made him look like a fool. You know. Made him, you know, that's just you. I'm sorry, you just don't do it. And so I snapped out of my my fangirl haze. I. <laughs> but you know, Jamie, what, this is for you. I am I am still a fan, but I am not a fangirl. I booed him at the Family Guy panel today. <laughs> I just didn't clap. I took a shot. <laughs> well, you know what? This is also a guy who professionally plays a dweeb. You know. Yeah. Well, this is also a guy right. that well, yeah, anybody that you dweeb. ever I mean, talk he about. He has a good time at Comic Con. He yeah. wants to be a conventioneer. Yeah, he doesn't I mean, want to be yeah. on the panel the whole time. Yeah. He doesn't want to be signing shit. He wants free toys. We all got free toys. Yeah. I would I love free toys. Anything. Yeah, and it I was, totally get it that. It was too. just, it was just the the way the way how it was. You don't need to snap at your fans. You just yeah. don't do it. Now, if he, you know, if there was a crowd of people just being like, "No, I'm sorry," but it was him and his wife, and that was it. And the Hasbro people. There yeah. were there wasn't anybody else was around to pay attention. Another fan within ten. Feet you don't of snap that area, at people like that, know. and I'm well. I'm I don't, bad. and I hate to beleaguer this, uh, but honestly, it seems to me like he didn't snap. He said, "Dude, I'm hanging out. I'm not signing anything." It's it, not like he said, "Get the fuck away from me," or "I'm going to call someone who's five feet tall and kick your ass." No. I, <laughs> well, that's true. It is as much as I can see both sides of it. It was a little shitty. It was yeah. a little like give me a fucking break kind of. Yeah, thing. I I wasn't standing and, here, so and, and I don't see, know his and, tone. And, and the whole thing is, is essentially it can be argued both ways. It you guys, you guys draw your own opinion about it, and and it's it simply comes down to that thing that never meet your heroes. Yeah, you, it definitely. You, is you will, you know, and it's it's a thing to. I think what kind of was the nail in the coffin was she had had such a shitty day all day. She missed the signing that she got in line for. Like, it was taking too long, so she got out of line to go see her panel and stuff like that. So she had missed the signing. She had missed her two favorite panels. So missed the signing with this guy, missed the panel with him that he, she really wanted to see, you know? And then he's right in front of her. Yeah. 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 And and oh, so, yeah, I do feel so the, the worst for Mrs. McFavorite. I, I don't care. <laughs> God, evil blew you off. And, and you know, but you know, you know what? Uh, how about, yeah, about that could have made her day. Don't cry didn't. for me, Argentina, because very seriously, you know the end of the Let's, night, was a fucking blast, and we did have thank fun you guys night. for giving me a great night. So, so moving on yeah. to the next day. Okay, so, with the hangover. So that was Friday. <laughs> um, we saw uh, quite possibly one of the worst movies I've seen in quite a long time, but we were expecting it. We saw the hopefully the final Lost Boys sequel, completing a a very poor trilogy. Uh, yeah, Lost could, Boys, The Thirst. And uh, two sentences. Go. Melodramatic. That's one word. <laughs> That's two sentences. Melodramatic. Period, period. No. Okay. 
Didn't see it. I so, guess I'm glad. So calm. <laughs> so so calm. What's a pseudonym for uh, dramatic? Mm. Uh, what's a pseudonym? Grandiose. So calm grandioseness was his two sentences. Mellow dramatic. <laughs> okay, oh, Dan. word games are fun. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dan. <laughs> okay, wait. I I could say more about this movie. Okay. No, it's two. I sentences. don't think anyone no. should. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Melodramatic, and I could say more about this movie. You're done. <laughs> no, I didn't see it, and oh, that's okay. that's right. Sorry. And that's okay. I keep thinking. Kenga, I, like, I like the flashback. Kenga, two sentences about Lost Boys, The Thirst. She's walking over here. Just here, talking yeah. to Jessica's mic. It'll pick you up better. <laughs> uh, so, no, it didn't suck, actually. The vampire's parts were good. But Corey is a bad actor. He suck. I like him, but he suck. Okay, okay there, there you go. go. <laughs> I like well him, but he sucks. <laughs> I like him, but he sucks. That's good. All right, Mrs. McFavorite. I fell asleep, <laughs> and that's not a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the experience was great, though, obviously. It was. Hey, it's hey, that's fun. more than two sentences. We're, we're, we're moving quickly. <laughs> can we talk about the experience, though? Uh, in a minute. We can, Do we not care? We can, we can talk about our tradition in just a yeah, second. Let well, me I, don't want, I don't even mean that. I don't want to give away anything. Oh, okay. you know? Plus, you <laughs> guys are going back to thing. Thursday with this one. I don't know if you're yeah. planning on oh, tackling Saturday or not. Thursday, but... That's right. Okay, but anyways, it is Thursday. But anyways, uh, 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 too cheesy. No, that's only. Yes, it was too cheesy. They were trying to make it. They were trying to make it that way. I uh, see. I'm already going over two sentences. We're not. We're not. Discussing <laughs> well, look at me. It. I'm not making okay. you talk. Uh, too cheesy and a little too boring towards the middle and drawn out and unrealistic. So there we go. Okay. There's one hell of a run on sentence there. Thank you, ma'am. Welcome. All right. So next up, uh, Saturday, we're um, actually, you know what? Let's take yeah, a break. Yeah, let's take a break. You want a party? There's a nightcrawler. He's created a new designer drug. The only problem is it's not a drug. It's vampire blood. He's breeding an undead army. The only thing that stands between him and the annihilation of the entire human race would be us, Frog Brothers. We haven't been the Frog Brothers for a long time. I can't do it without you. They can do what they want, whenever they want to do it. Are you guys after drinking this jalopy? You. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to need weapons. Lots of really expensive, custom-made weapons. Let's rock and roll. Just try to relax. This will all be over soon. Alright guys, welcome back. Uh, we're been reduced to NPR voices here now for the third time. <laughs> because Deja vu. <laughs> All over again. So uh what what at least 
but see, we didn't discuss about whether we were going to bring it up or not. Um, Just talk about it. Hey, Just- do you guys remember when we went to the Hub Experience Friday about four in the afternoon when oh, Jason picked up his? So uh, much what fun. What were the toys that you picked up there? Anyway, it was uh, my pre-sale Maddie toys. It was uh, the Molar. It was the additional Molars and Skeletors that I ordered, and the Avatar box set. Okay, well, is that really all it was? Because yeah. I do know that I had a fresh, what, they've got to be about a 45-gallon uh, <laughs> you know, Comic-Con Con bag that you get with the registration, and yes. you filled it up it's with half of your Yeah, filled purchase. it up with half my order. So I carry that around all day, and I've yet to actually lay eyes on anything. <laughs> well, you know, I, I oh, like, I'll show you. I have noticed that... Uh, as the toys become more valuable, you know, what's what's inside the actual box, the boxes have become bigger to protect what's inside, which has another protection because everybody wants to save these things mint condition and have them all protected. But then what ends up happening is that now you have to take care of the big box that it came in. The and, much larger box yeah, than so the yeah. smaller box. It just keeps that you're growing about. and growing. you got to take care of all this stuff now instead of just the toy. Well, eventually we'll all get refrigerator boxes, which, I don't know about you guys, that's got to be one of my favorite toys. <laughs> it is a cool toy. I had some. But we had, we had forks. old refrigerators, actually. Now that's after you already cool. destroyed it structurally. <laughs> oh, okay. You turn that into a foot. Yeah, you have a few. You can make tunneled forts. Yep. I think as a kid, oh, I was lucky enough to do awesome. that like twice. The only time when the neighborhood kids could get together with all the appliance boxes before the first rain. <laughs> we had two neighbors that were electricians, and they had big garages with all kinds of like light bulbs and stuff in the back. Oh, man, we would take rocks and just, you know, it was the big fluorescent tube light bulbs. Oh, and we were banging them all mic. the time. We were popping them all the time. We just lost the mic. Oh, so anyway, I, I just wanted to say that. That was fun. So, yeah, we had boxes and light bulbs. Okay. And stuff. Okay. Anyway, right. So we did, the, me. <laughs> we did the hub experience that we may or may not have talked about previously. Oh, uh, um, but here we go now. <laughs> but uh, some of the fun things were we got to do Cobra badges of ourselves. Yeah. Well, let's explain what the hub experience is, because I don't... And actually, up until this year, there was no hub experience, right? Yeah, yeah this is the first year okay. that... Because we're, is... we we're, we're throwing this around like this is a... Yeah, this is... <laughs> and the sound of it, a hub experience. This is not where everyone at Comic-Con goes. This was actually not even in the convention center. Hey, yep. um, wasn't the name of the, uh, the restaurant where um, Saved by the Bell people went, wasn't that called the hub? No. I think it was. Uh, no, that was. Oh, are you it was the hub. serious? To the fifth caller who calls in with the right answer, we're going to be giving away uh, like <laughs> Molar and a Molar and Skeletor. Uh, unsigned figure. The discussion. No, you cannot say that because people start calling in and I'll have <laughs> to call what? <laughs> what number? What's your cell number? No, <laughs> see what he didn't preface it with is. The fifth person, or the first person to call within the next five minutes. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, so right now. One's calling. Okay, we're off the hook. Okay. Oh, see, there you go. Um, so Dan's exactly right. This wasn't hello? even in Hello, the is this like McFavorite? <laughs> um, first time caller, first time listener. Uh, so Dan was right. This wasn't even in the convention center. This is, it's 
this has been pretty crazy. I mean, they've always had programming outside of the convention center, but not on this level. The Lost Boys was at a hotel. Yep, next door. Um, my pre-sale Maddie stuff was picked up at a hotel. Mm-hmm. This hub experience, and our listeners know what the hub is because we've been talking about the uh, G.I. Joe and Transformers cartoon that co- that's coming out. Those are like cartoons that are launching the hub. So Okay, well then I guess I'm the only one who needs someone to explain it to me because it was not explained anywhere at the experience. Or- I thought the hub was where we were just at. That's not the hub? No, that's the hub experience. That's the hub experience. So there's other experiences of the hub. Yeah, because see, the hub will have Transformers and G.I. Joe. So that's why you had a G.I. Joe thing to do, a Transformers thing to do. And then it looks like Fraggle Rock Rock is going to be... But the Fraggle Rock stuff was actually like a museum quality exhibit kind of thing. But So... uh, Dan Shea, please, as being a, a novice and not a toy collector, you just explain briefly <laughs> about what we did at the Hub Experience and what oh. the experience oh, was Oh, absolutely. Like. It was, uh, well, first of all, as I mentioned, it was outside the convention center. You, d- you didn't need any kind of a badge or anything. Um, so it was in the Marriott next door. You went to pick up uh, your toys mm-hmm. in, a, in a very closed off, looked like heavily secured... Well, I was the last person to be helped that day, dude. Remember, there was five minutes left. Mm. They do let me in. He closed the door and locked it behind us and said, this is going to be the last person, even I, though there's still five minutes left. So I, I looked out. So what did he say to the, because didn't there, wasn't there like two other guys that walked up behind you? I didn't hear what he said. Again, he shut it behind me and... I was cut off from you guys. Yeah, it seemed all secretive. Like, <laughs> he he was all looking from side to side as he's closing the door, and it's all. <laughs> they're like, oh, okay, it's yeah, a secret. I was only only Jason went only Slick went in, and I think we were all relieved to be left outside. <laughs> we went and found a place to sit down. It only took him a few minutes, and then figured as long as we were there, right on the same floor, tied somehow to. Mattel, I thought. Uh, I guess I could have been wrong. No, it's actually Hasbro. It's it's Hasbro that does... The uh, the hub is a conglomeration between Hasbro and the Discovery Channel. And it's it's essentially... There's a channel right now on cable called Discovery Kids. And the hub will be taking... It'll just be changing. If you subscribe to the Discovery Kids, it'll become the hub on 10-10-10. And it'll start featuring the old school G.I. Joe cartoons, the old school Transformers cartoons, the new Transformers cartoon, and the new G.I. Joe. Sounds like oh, a great channel. As well as Fraggle yeah. Rock, uh, My Little good. Pony, all kinds of Yeah, I saw My Little Pony was represented just slightly. It was represented, by the way, in a uh, in a prize wheel, which was the main attraction of the hub experience, which was just a much smaller ballroom rented out and decorated up with a, a small GI Joe section, the prize wheel, which was an overview of all their uh, you know intellectual properties, uh, and then uh, what in person looked like a very cheesy Optimus Prime head. Yeah. At a roughly full scale, I'm guessing, in his hand. But on but on photo, it looked just like a film. <laughs> yes, it really stayed Sans crappy the, the whole time. I was just about to say, are you sure there wasn't any fire? <laughs> I'm not very sure. There was so much noise. I didn't know what I just saw. Uh, so the um, 
the upshot of which was that uh, they had a professional photographer there who would take your picture while you stood in Asleep Miss Prime's hand, mm-hmm. which was really standing on the grunt with uh, half of a plastic hand you know, going up to your chest in front of you. With designated foot spots for, for you yeah, to place your They feet. were suggested. Oh, they yeah, were I, suggested. I was all over the place myself. There, there, there were various, like, mambo moves or cha-chas, whatever you want to call them. There was two feet, like, on the left. <laughs> yes. One, one I tried. Here, one you really here. could pull a, pull a hammy because they had that one you know, left what? foot way they off they to the side. Done, I don't like, know if you guys saw that. They should have done, like, they, they should have used the actual prize wheel. And then match the colors with the foot patterns on the floor, and whoever wins, you know, this one color, you have to match that what the feet were. Could be like a twister. <laughs> twister? Oh, yes. I'm, not, that I'm that's, not familiar with this twister no. that right hand you speak of. Left hand blue. That one. That's twister. Uh, no, yeah, no, you you're close. It it's not called twister. twister. It's um, colors and body parts. Strip twister. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, sorry, that's what. I'd <laughs> be sorry if you don't tell me the truth. <laughs> yes, yes, Twister. Uh, okay, so do this prime hand. The prize prime hand, real. you get a free picture, which shows up on the internet, presumably under Adult Friend Finder in 24 hours. And I don't know. They didn't have me sign a release, so I'm expecting to make a few. A few sexual connections? Uh, yeah. No, uh, you know, a couple of lawsuit bucks out of court. <laughs> Uh, well, I, think you, I think you might absorb the Optimus Prime copyright because now You're part they the have franchise. put you into a position where you are appearing with his likeness. Actually, you weren't paying attention. There was, before you walked in, as big as the sign of the hub, there was also a legal disclaimer right on the side. I'm uh, serious. And it said that by you entering this room, you have authorized video footage to be used of your. I read this thing, likeness rights to be signed over to action figures. That we kind will of now thing. be made <laughs> that big thing into that was figure. written in all cybernese. Did you even? <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a cute touch. <laughs> oh man, Lawyertron is a bastard. <laughs> Lawyertron. Um, so but I wonder if there's actually into people a who stand at the door and go, "Do I want to go in?" How likely will my likeness be used? I don't know if I want to agree with agree to this, but it looks like so much fun. Yeah, I think yeah. I think if you're a conspiracist, would that be the right? That's a good yeah. word. Yeah. yeah, conjugation of the word. It's also a Mel Gibson word. We should talk about him. Um, <laughs> uh, he was not a comic guy. I, I think a, con- a conspiracist would be participating in a conspiracy. Okay. I don't know if you're thinking of a conspiracy theorist. That's there you go. That would be that would be a more accurate description. Probably would not be at Comic Con. This is true. You know they what? could um, blend well, in just wearing a unless you know, they're, yeah, unless they're investigating. <laughs> you know what? Uh, Mel Gibson may have been here because apparently someone got stabbed in the eye in Hall H today. <laughs> uh, by the time this thing gets on the air, we may know the truth. Yeah. yeah. Well, those people next to us were talking about like. Put the pins down, no stabbing people in the eyes or something. And, and we did see an ambulance pull out, and there was a, an hour delay on this panel. So I oh, think that's exactly what uh, The way is. I'm piecing it together is somebody got stabbed in the eye today, we and it caused the panel news. to be an hour back because we did see an ambulance pull away. And there was already people cosplaying it by the time we saw the Kevin Smith panel. There was already yeah, a costumed person with a pin in their sunglasses. <laughs> that's how quick this community works. Mm. Okay, last thing that we did at the hub. 
Sorry. I don't know about you guys, but I'm over industries. And I've Did got you? A, I've got a I've got a name badge to prove it. Yeah, Very I was nice. a follower. That was that was what we first started in. We got right in the Cobra line because that just seemed like a the best payoff. Yeah, I agree. It was the best pay. Well, and yeah. until we see the images of us in Optimus Prime's hand online, I still haven't seen immediate reward. Cobra Industries, yeah, that. which is ironic mm-hmm. because the prize wheel right next door. It, here, the theory behind it was that they have uh, you know their four or five properties plus a couple of wild slots all filling up the the spinning wheel, and whatever it lands on, you get some kind of free promotional trinket regarding that pro- property. That, that property. Yeah. Um, so with the range from Fraggle Rock and My Little Pony to Transformers and GI Joe. You could really get screwed, <laughs> especially if you're like a ten-year-old boy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I, the, the, you're not even like spinning. It might the even wheel. turn you queer if you might on My Little Pony. But, you know, for safety reasons, they, they don't even have you spinning the wheel. It's just one of the showgirls does it, and the <laughs> other one grabs the prize from the bin in the back. Uh, and I, they, when she spun it for me, I just said, "Ooh, give me Cobra, give me Cobra." And it, sure enough, it landed on My Little Pony, but I tried to be gracious about it. And I guess you guys didn't even notice this, but the, the girl handed me a My Little Pony, you know, face uh, temporary mm-hmm. tattoo. No, I saw that. But also, at the same time, the Cobra uh, dog tag yeah, you know, yeah. that I had wanted, that I had actually out loud asked for. <laughs> so I think they're very they're very nice with their free crap. Well, until we tried to... We tried to get them to give us specific prizes, and no, we got hub t-shirts. You guys well, are dicks. the first time. The second time, we went through. Remember, we went through twice. Yeah, but the second time, I still got a shit prize. Oh, second time, I landed on Transformers. I got oh, a okay. T-shirt. Yeah, Jessica got the, well, you, but got you, the but grand you know prize. But before that even happened, and we definitely talk about that, but like uh, the first time I spun it, and I, you know, I don't know what the hub is, and I was just like, oh... <laughs> So, you know, she's like, oh, because I landed on a space called Hub. It was it was in purple. And I was like, oh, and, and I, I did go, you know, the kind of face, you know, I didn't hit the one I wanted. So I gave the face and the girl who was giving out the prize just go with that attitude or something yeah. like gave me like quick. She was just like. Yeah, yeah. Just like you get the Hub T-shirt. If, if you're gracious, I'm sure. So I would be. She, she was standing there handing out prizes to kids all day. I would come in and roll you, your eyes. I went before you. Don't take don't don't take your little uh, uh, high place on me here because you you saw me make a mistake and then you went up there and were all gracious. If you were first, <laughs> then you would have your reaction pop out. Which Bro, would have been like, oh, I walk oh, around life pony. watching you make mistakes. It doesn't rain good fortune on me for that. You don't all I try and do is live my life as graciously as possible. Look, and I got karma landed, coming out. If of- you had landed on My Little Pony before me, you would have went, oh, My Little Pony. And she would have given you attitude. And then I would have come up and landed on the hub. I would have said, oh, the hub. Thank you. <laughs> no, I was raised better. So we're still not talking about the Cobra Industries yet. Miss McFavorite, she just got back from a, a, a break. <laughs> I thought we covered it. The ID cards. Yeah. Well, no, we never even said that we oh, took I wish ID. You, could- you said, I joined Cobra Industries and got an ID card, and that was the extent yeah. of it. You're like, you said, make it, it was brief awesome. 10 minutes ago. <laughs> well, I know I could tell that he did join because... There was no um, weapons firing training, and as far as I could tell from the cartoon, that means you're qualified to be a, <laughs> a, cobra, agent. a cobra agent. 
You guys could have hit anything. Yeah, I generally have to stand on the corridor walkways in large bases with my back turned to the door. <laughs> it was they have a word for it, but it's some French grogier or something. That's hilarious. All right. So yeah, we joined Cobra Industries and got cool Times saved us from some sort of peril and. And we got some free shit from the hub wheel. Right on. All right, that leaves us in. Mm-hmm. Leaves us. Leaves we also us. explored a little bit of the world of Fraggle Rock, but oh, there was just it was just a yeah. it was just a display wall. It was really. interesting. There was some props from the show and and, and well, uh, office memos. I thought that was really yeah cool. yeah. There was a lot of original, but you know, um, production documents. When it, when it, so it was pretty good. Pretty yeah. cool. When it comes to the concept of the hub, it really sounds like it's this is what you saw after school when you were a kid, right? Is that oh, kind of what it is? Yeah. Well, it's Cartoon Network. Specials. I mean, that's what Cartoon Network was when it first came out. It, it's like, it's the three hours after I got out of school, yeah. all day and all night long. See, but I, not specifically to me, because it wasn't, to me, it was G.I. Joe and then Transformers, and then they had the He-Man in there at some point before or after. It's probably because you're forgetting that every eight months or so, they'd switch around the program, and then you get stuck with the Smurfs after school. <laughs> Did they do that? I don't remember that at all. Oh, I remember Dude, there'd crying. be times where G.I. Joe had started two thirty. Like what kid gets off before two thirty if you're not in high school, you know? Yeah. I remember crying when they moved G.I. Joe from uh, what was it? Like a four thirty to three o'clock. Or something. And I you're like, and then I got home it. as soon as the Smurfs started. <laughs> and when I was six and it was on Saturday morning, the Smurfs were great, but you know, you can't be a ten year old getting your Getting your Rice Krispies on. Get your Smurf on. <laughs> yeah. That's not, that's just not Smurfing. Yeah, I don't well, Smurf well, with I'm, me, Mother Smurfer. Shay and I, there's a, there's a drive-in theater that's here in, uh, South Bay. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. And, uh, Shay and I will go, you know, get a pizza, whatever, go hang out, watch, watch the movies. And we caught, uh, Transformers first. It was the Revenge of the Fallen and then the G.I. Joe movie. Oh, oh, yeah. oh I remember that yeah, night. That's a good double feature yeah. at the drive-in. Hell it yeah. Was a, it was a total like recap. Yeah, we really that. scored. That. And I, yeah, we had to go. I, no, no, they probably had them playing together. Yeah, it was the same yeah. theater. Yeah. That, would, that would only make sense. But it was it was fun. It was a, kind of a cool little like, wow, we would have thought it. We would have dreamed about this when we were kids about seeing, seeing these live, live action, action movies yeah, of these right awesome. together like that. And I mean, with effects, you wouldn't even think possible. Not even oh, as a yeah. kid. The G.I. Joe one, you know, didn't had great action, but it had, it's got nothing on the CG and the Transformers movies. Wow, yeah. Exactly. That is how you make a movie without animation that just shouldn't exist. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> that's my favorite. Like, uh, Saturday. Yep. Um, so, uh, Dan Shea had a long night, so he didn't join us until quite some time later. But technically or, or speaking, attempt, I didn't, I yeah, didn't I even join you. You never joined I us. I was down there, you, but... You it, attempted. Yes, you were protected by a, a force field of, of a family feverish guy. nerds <laughs> that I could not penetrate. <laughs> so we get there. Um, uh, this was the first day that we left late enough that we actually had to park. So just like if, if you live in a big city and you have a pro team or you go to a big concert, you know that the parking close to where you want to go to will start at about 20 to 40 bucks and then work its way out from there. 
Well, we parked for free, so I'll just give you a little guess about how far we walked. <laughs> was that a half mile? No, I would say is a mile. A mile, you count all the turns. Yeah. And, uh, and the uphill. And, and then, then if you count. Lions. And if then you guys if you, were just a mile away from the convention center. For free, that's pretty good. I, yeah, I thought well, it was we're in a really bad I mean, neighborhood up along just Harbor. Impressive. All the homeless. Yeah, but if you count how far we had to go to get to the line, you're looking at a mile and a quarter, or maybe even closer to a mile and a half. I mean, it it takes some distance to get all the way to the other side of the convention center. It's a the actual convention center, I believe, is a quarter mile long itself. Wow. Yeah, and how how far have you guys walked once you got to the convention? I mean, you guys must put in 10-plus miles a, a day, day just easily. walking around there. Easily. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We try not to think about that. <laughs> Why not? I'd be applauding myself. Well, that I mean, it is a great feat, but our We just do what we do, like, you know? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. I work out every day here. I, we just do it. You know, yeah, no it's problem. Fun. It's called functional fitness. You guys will be hip to this. Fitness. Jessica and I are in denial, and we don't like to think about it because when we do, it hurts. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my so feet are the first panel we did was Family Guy, and I I thought we were. I thought we were on the fence whether we were going to get in or not. We got in. It was pretty nice. Yeah, right. We on got time. out really well. Yeah, we missed <laughs> the scroll. It, it, it was on when we were walking in. The, the, fir- yeah. the first thing that they do at these at the at the Family Guy panel the last few years in a row is run a five to ten minute clip of the Star Wars Family Guy special coming out that year. So, you know, New Hope was first. Oh, so you mean like last the year exposition scroll? Yeah, at the beginning exactly. in the Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so we walked right as that was going. I was looking for seats, so I I heard I was people reading laughing. It. It was funny. Yeah. I was heard, funny. Yeah, and I was. You know, um, and what they did this year, which was different from last year, last year, they just showed you the first, like, I think 15 minutes of it. Well, that's how the first year was, too. So oh, no. It was just the was. first 10 minutes but of it. But this so. year, what they did basically is they just kind of gave you clips throughout in sequential order. Yeah, they so told like the trailer. entire story yes. of Return of the Jedi. So it was the abridged. Like, oh, did you just say abridged? No, it's you like didn't a say abridged version. Yeah, abridged it was version. just a little. You know, this is them on Tatooine, and this is this. Blah 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 blah. And it flowed well. And it, yeah, it it it, it kind of gave you a little bit of closure, which I liked, mm-hmm. and it left ninety five percent of the show. Yeah. to see. It was kind of like really good jokes throughout. It was it was a really good idea. So kudos to those people if they're listening. So that was awesome. Nice if they were. Uh, no doubt. So this was the first day that we were all together the whole time, well, except for Dan. But uh, no regrets. Uh, what was it? Was it? Funny. They did um, stinker get, get or what was your? Uh, <laughs> what was it? Staying alive get getter. Your Are you just name. going off by the uh, by oh, the oh, initials you gave him? Yeah. I think he was badass motherfucker from the get go. Bad mofo from the get go. Bad mofo from My the get go. Oh, okay. Hey, Stinkerman, <laughs> Stinker McGit Git is about the same. <laughs> <laughs> My Stinker McGit Git. <laughs> Not to change my name. Those were uh, those were the initials, kind of. <laughs> but uh, all we, right. lost, we just lost a member. Yeah, we lost it. We're, we're now down to three. Okay. 
Um, okay, so well, um, the I, it, it was cool. There was a couple of highlights in that. Um, Seth MacFarlane singing a part of of uh, uh, the Down S- Syndrome girl from song. the Sarah That's Palin Stewie. episode where Chris tried to hook up with her Down daughter. Syndrome daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great show, but that was a hilarious show. Yeah, um, but I gave them kudos for how they handled the clip of uh, Return of the Jedi. But I think it would have been better if they would have had a split screen of Seth MacFarlane singing with the animation going on, right? Yeah, they yeah. just they just on the screens they just played right. played the the scene from the show itself. And from our seats, it might as well have been the damn show. Yeah, I couldn't see. I mean, him. again, it, that's a testament because it's a very difficult song to sing. It's a testament to his talent and, that and we could tell incredible. the difference. He was but he, and he was doing it live. On a podium mic, it's not like he was in a sound booth, or know. so it appeared to you. And it's exactly, it, it, it exactly, easily exactly. could. Yeah. But that's one of those things where you really want to risk your credit, you know, as this incredible, you know, talented, creative guy. He'll do it by he's good. the track going into repeat or something, you know, like. But you think he couldn't come up with a punchline to save his ass right there? <laughs> Like, ah, uh, suckers. Yeah. Put the mic down I and think just what, walk away. I think what Slick <laughs> McStinkerstein is trying to say <laughs> is that uh, he's not Ashley Simpson. You know, like. Yeah, right? exactly. He's not going to well, do that. That's exactly is, what you were trying to say. Yeah. I, I. It's kind of a metaphor now, wrapped up in an <laughs> enigma, in a quote. Masked by a eight-year-old cultural reference <laughs> what's wrong with eight how, we're, we're talking about G.I. Joe's Transformers how old is that <laughs> he's, but he's yeah. talking about the event itself that you're referencing what about it okay, okay. alright so next up was <laughs> the Cleveland show um, the best part about the Cleveland show uh, almost the entire cast was there and that they did hilarious. a table read so oh, the whole episode uh no, no the first act oh. so the first four well 15 minutes but they're including the commercials there so the first 12 minutes or whatever and uh and it was an episode based on comic-con so oh, that was right? you know it yeah. really it really uh, uh struck a nerve would you call it struck a nerve even if it's a positive thing yes Probably not. No, pleasure doesn't have strike your nerves. If something strikes your nerve, it's not. It's a negative. It, you thing. don't like it. It really. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It That's really, like hitting your funny bone. That's how you strike a nerve. <laughs> but it's is it rang a cur- chord? It really struck a chord, well, or struck rung? a chord could be nice. Struck a chord. Okay, so it struck a chord with the. I guess you could ring songs. chords with a whole series of bells at once. <laughs> it could ring your bell, but that's also <laughs> negative. But then that's only a single note. You're not getting the You can have your woofers blown. I had that done to me once. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, and you just couldn't wait to go out and tell everyone about it. (laughs) I am mortified. So the table read was awesome. Can't wait for that episode to come out, obviously. The thing that uh, stuck out the most for me was um, Cleveland Jr. If you guys have never seen, um, well, the one who does Cleveland is a white guy. So to see him reading, it's very... I don't, I don't know what the word is. It's it's a funny thing. It's yeah. it's, it's cool, but um, it's really odd. You just, you just you just do not see it coming. But the one who plays Cleveland Junior, he is a huge black guy, 
You know, yeah. he's just he's really, really, really big, and he's doing this really goofy voice. He did a lot of um, incredibly talented. That was a, that was a lot of fun to watch. Um, after that is Futurama, uh-huh. and. And this is one I was very sorry to miss. You didn't miss much. They played, what, 10 minutes of a new episode that's coming out? And then they went straight to Mm Q&A. So, and the questions are, uh, what's it, how do you pronounce it, Gering or? Matt Groening. Groening, that's right. Uh, I'm like, it's not the O, you don't pronounce the O yet. So, uh, so him, of course, um, uh, now did they, oh, they did a table read as well or no, 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 but no, Katie Siegel but, was there, but the cast was all there. Yeah. So, so, um, they did Katie do a reading Siegel. because, uh, I saw the guy that was, it, was Billy West there. Yeah. The yeah, one who played Billy Bender. West was there, but I don't know if they did a reading or if, they he just, was just kept doing talking their in their voices. Okay. Yeah, he was I think, funny. I think they just kept talking in their voices off and on. Um, uh, was it uh, John DiMaggio? I think plays Bender. He's a like a bigger guy with like red hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bender was there. Yeah, he, he, he really talented. He kind of looks like you in a way, right? Except for more ginger. Yeah, and more successful and fat and better looking, <laughs> taller, yeah. taller. Yeah. He, he, he's probably got a credit card. And everything. Yeah. Mortgage. Everything. Go. He's I'm probably sorry. got some really good debt going on. <laughs> He's probably swimming in it, baby. I bet. I bet that guy drives a, a car the bank owns. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So the uh, last was The Simpsons, and The Simpsons was probably the most disappointing one out of all four, don't you think? Uh, we got a little bit of the uh, Treehouse of Horror. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Was that what that was? I didn't know what the clip was from. But, but. It, it was um, when I have seen them before. Uh, the the guy with the goatee, little, he's kind of balding a little, kind of the smaller one, the mm-hmm. one of the writers. I remember him. I've been to like maybe four or five of the Simpsons once before, and the the older ones. I remember him specifically, but the other writers, um, they were. Cracking up jokes and there's a give and take and a lot of fun. There was a tiny bit of that today, uh, but really seems to have devolved into Matt Graining, Graining um, just giving away stuff. Yeah, which well, he started last he, year. Yeah, yeah. It, most of the time, it's spent on Q and A, and unfortunately, people ask asinine questions that are asked every year. But again. If you don't go to Comic-Con every year, you don't know that that question's been asked. You can kind yeah. of assume the what's your favorite episode question has been asked before. So maybe it might be, you know, it, people ask good, the good questions were what, what reoccurring characters are we going to see this year? Mm-hmm. And they won't go into a specific episode or whatever, but they'll tell you one or two people you're going to see. You know, mm-hmm. oh, you're going to see fucking. That's well, good. They're only teasing. Rodney too. Dangerfield. I don't really want to know all yeah, the surprises. Yeah, exactly. I would be shocked if Rodney Dangerfield came back. Plus, this this is probably a certain, like, a paradigm for what, or, or a parallel for, you know, how the the the, the series themselves are going. Because as I recall, a few years ago, yeah, the writers on The Simpsons spat out a lot of jokes. <laughs> now, not as many. Yeah. 
Well, well but, you know, so, I think they're getting a little tired of the same thing because it's a small team. Star Wars can always be vital because there are literally thousands and thousands of people working on it as a mythology. Yeah. Whereas you have the same two dozen people doing this since for, for 20, 20 years. years yeah. So you ask them, you want to come to Comic-Con? Oh, fuck those people again. <laughs> I ain't signed <laughs> shit. They're going to ask what my favorite episode is again. (laughs) Oh, you guys get a Saturday morning slot. Oh, that's great. I'm sure we won't be hungover and not care. (laughs) And while the rest of the convention goers, on Monday morning, they go back to their whatever jobs and all this stuff, you guys get to go and write for The Simpsons. Boo hoo. (laughs) Or rather, they have to go and write for The Simpsons. Okay, I guess you're right. Maybe that's their Monday morning job. Yeah. Probably the first 15 years they were doing it, it was great. <laughs> At this point, these are, aren't even people. These are spent alcoholic TV writers who, despite being able to pay a mortgage, are <laughs> their entire work week is, okay, what do we make Maggie do? Suck. The pacifier again? Okay, there. Check that off the list. Now, Lisa, she can talk. That's going to be tricky. <laughs> yeah. So it was a little lackluster, and it's also a thing that uh, uh, I've been to that same block of panels the last three years in a row, you know, and so so those were fun, though. And then uh, right after that, we got to see uh, V, which the only footage they showed was kind of a trailer. I mean, it was it was, it was all mostly from last season. One to two. Uh, there was stuff from last season, but they mixed it in with uh, some stuff. No, there wasn't much. Trust me. Uh, this That show had so much promise at first, and honestly, I, I am not enjoying it as much. It's become very soap opera. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not into the whole... I think that, I think that it, it basically it has people in charge of it that fear to me to not really respect the mythos of... The well, show. oh my! You, well, it probably you, just has too many people. You're concerned that there are minimal homage, you know. But I even, think, but I think that it's a, I think it's a, it's a disrespectful thing to do to something like that. You know, uh, you should give it, the, you know, those, yes, those homages and things like that. Homages, uh, homages. Just, sorry, it just drives me nuts. It's said so frequently in the action figure world because that's pretty much what action figures are. are I, don't, I don't talk like that. So, no, I, I know, say. I know, so. but it just drives me nuts because it's per- – I've had people pronounce it homages. Okay. I'm just but like – I'm, I'm not pronounced – I mean, that's – no, I'm just – That's I'm your word. No. Okay. Anyway, uh, but there, there was a thing – It's where, my word, and you're just in it. No, I said word. Yeah, word. It's your word and I'm in it? Yeah. Is there a you in word? <laughs> mm. All right. Wait, what we're the... way off track here. All right. Um, so. the, what were we talking? Anyway, I, I, don't, I don't think you want to get into the V issues, but, right? Or do you? No. I, okay. I, no. I let, anyway. save people. They could at least use some of the name in the original. <laughs> um, all right. Well, then okay. I'll point out something that... Uh, that I think Battlestar Galactica, great show. That did it right. Now that did it right, but you also have to notice from just a sheerly like a you know, a showrunner's point of view, the you know if you're trying to build the architecture of a series, you look at that and say they kept some of the names from the original series, and that's it. And now it's a smash hit. Yeah. It it the success of the new Battlestar Galactica series basically gives 
networks who want to redo older series, you know, carte blanche to use a little frosh for you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. So they can do whatever they want now. They're like, you know, Battlestar Galactica didn't really pay fan service beyond some character names and ranks. See, they I even, in the premiere episode, so. changed all the design. Now, it really worked so well with Battlestar Galactica because it was a good show, period. V, they're but, getting slaves. They're getting lazy. But yeah. Battlestar Galactica, the homage... Homage. There's no in, ...was in the design of the ships, the design of the... Battlestar Galactica droids or what do you True, call but they also changed all of those inside of the first miniseries. They didn't change them. They were, they were still, it was still, anyway. Well, I mean, they admitted that they had. Well, I think, uh, yeah. I think, my whole point is that Battlestar Galactica does it right with just the yeah. amount of homage. Um, and with, but it, it should also move it along and bring it modern and, and really build on it, you know, build it out. And I think that V really missed on an opportunity. They have they had really good source material and it. I just rewatched the original one. It was really cheesy, really campy. The effects are really bad, but you know it, it's got a lot of myth there, a lot of good yeah. stuff, a lot of good stuff to build from. And they just they seem to just ignore it. Um, and the, the oh. space, the the scene, the they're horrible. It's so oh, computer the, generated. Yeah, oh, it's no, horrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's the empire, the, the environments are bad. The yeah, they're obviously trying. The proportions not even are off. To make them. Yeah, I just think a bunch of goons are. It's monkeys on typewriters over there. That's mm-hmm. that's who's in charge. Hey, you'll have Shakespeare in a thousand years, or is it a hundred years? Mm, it might even be ninety nine. But either way, Shakespeare wasn't really all <laughs> he's cracked up to be. So I'm not waiting around. <laughs> Shakespeare's coming to TV. I saw a booth, but... (laughs) All right. So we spent the rest of the day working the hall. I really hadn't had it. I'd gone to specific booths, hunting down specific toys, that kind of thing. Uh, But we just wandered the hall and looked at some of the vendors, got some cool stuff. You don't say the H. (laughs) (laughs) We walked the all. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that was, that was pretty, oh no. And then see, Jessica needs to be, I mean, Mrs. McFavorite, (laughs) uh, uh, needs to be awake for this because we saw one of her favorite actors slash directors slash writer slash producer. The KS story. The big Kevin Smith. Literally, not, uh, maybe a break. More talking about popularity as opposed to girth. He has gained a lot of weight. Yeah, you think the whole Southwest Airlines thing kind of depressed him a little? <laughs> he he's just he was that big when it happened. But so, he, he was not this big last year. No, I would have noticed. No. But he was pretty large last year. I but know, anyway. but not. I mean, just yeah, he's worse though. Or, yeah, or not worse. He's more. <laughs> yeah. He's not less. He's more. He did teach us about uh, gorillas, apes, bears, bears in the uh, in the gay community. Oh a, yes, a yeah, yeah. And see, and like I said, you were talking about you want to listen to his podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, straight from one of his podcasts. I mean, he 
you want to talk about a guy that talks about more fucking and gay shit and you know and and fucking gay shit and you know that kind of stuff listen to his podcast i mean it's interesting you know i i, I thought it was a very interesting story. it was just it was crazy how quickly like erupted into this big story about gay sex and <laughs> wearing some fat guy's belly for a hat is sexual in some way yeah all based on how did you meet malcolm again Shay, this is the kind of stuff that you miss so you can, yeah i was gonna right? say just as as an example of the audience who doesn't know what you're talking about <laughs> guys have gone a little deep without giving us any context here well he's talking <laughs> well uh, he gets asked a question about this guy and then he starts talking about this guy who happens to be a very 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 big homosexual and apparently he's telling kevin smith to he should get into this lifestyle because there's a movement called bear love or something like that it's just it's bears bears okay yeah. anyway the bear movement some homosexuals smaller ones like fatter larger ones and it's they're very you know it's masculine it's it's like if a trucker was gay, right? You know, like they have hair everywhere and they're fat and yeah. things like that, and whatever. Anyway, you guys, can, you guys get the point. Bear, exactly. You know, I knew nothing or about this. An ape, as you said a minute ago. I say gorilla. Is there are gorillas like the? Uh, I don't know if there's like a like a is like there a, an actual like subset of bears? Uh, yes, be. yes. I mean, there there are different types of bears. Like he was saying, geographically, oh, you'd the, be a panda bear in, in an Asian community. You would be a polar bear in an Alaskan community. Well, would these if, communities even bother with a prefix then? How many gays uh, are in Alaska? <laughs> I mean, is, is, is about there like 10% a percent of the... Uh, 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 of the population, I think by is that or at least by like the right '90s right statistics, I'm sure it's much higher than that. But in Alaska, the closet factor might be much higher. Wow! What so, was that? Uh, her uh, notification on her phone. Oh, but more specifically, it was a jump from Super Mario Brothers. Oh, that's what it was. That's it. <laughs> Um, so the only the, radio that explains the sound effects. <laughs> this is. <laughs> oh, I know. We're very amateurish, Dan. Right. We apologize. Oh no, that just makes you look weak. <laughs> let's, let's not apologize to anyone. <laughs> You're still listening. <laughs> exactly. We're only two and a half hours into our Comic Con wrap up special. <laughs> anywhere really. We're still on Saturday. Yeah. Oh. Well, but. So if you're a fat toy collector who just put this on his iPod to go jogging, I am so sorry. Please call the paramedics. <laughs> or that get pop you heard me. was was your heart. <laughs> or get to a gay bar. There's there's somebody who wants you. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, I believe at this point you're well, what should be called a Florence Nightingale rescue bear. <laughs> I, I would actually. Which some of your, I would, I would some of your tops really are into. I would say first <laughs> stop running because they want you fat. And walk into a gay bar. There you go. Yeah, you don't want to. Don't run any. You don't want to jeopardize your yeah. chances. <laughs> don't burn any more calories. <laughs> You're beautiful the way you are, <laughs> in every single way. Uh, <laughs> sorry, 
They, Let's they've got about it 12 miles into a jog they didn't think they'd be taking. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, so a little bit of context is these Kevin Smith things. He literally comes out and say, hey, what's going on? Uh, I'm doing great. Let's get into Q&A. And that's what it is. It's, yeah, I remember an hour and fifteen. Oh yeah, I saw um, the, you know the movie did, which is oh, stitched a, together. An evening with Kevin yeah. Smith. Yeah, I've seen so, that a couple times. It's hilarious stuff. There, I really do you know like there's the guy, three, I've seen a lot of his. Uh, do you know the three volumes of that? Uh, no. Yeah, no, there's no, a, an evening with Kevin Smith two and an evening with Kevin Smith three. I think I'm going to see it a couple then, because I swear I saw it again on the same channel weeks later, and it was, it was he different. was saying different stuff, <laughs> or he go. was doing the same speech but without you know uh, a J being being sitting there. Oh yeah, too yeah. like that like that would well, and that's true around. too. He probably does some of the same material. I mean, it's, he did um, he did explain the airplane thing. Yeah, and With, it, it, that was cool. I mean, I actually heard his story. It, it, it was kind of the way I piece it together, right? I mean, did you hear? Oh, it, it was exact. Oh, yeah. yeah. Again, it, if you listen to his podcast, I don't it, he did him, three podcasts on the incident. Oh, so okay. Okay. Well, I remember so he, he detailed it. And every one of them yeah, linked right back to his podcast. He said he responded from the airport. Yeah. Here, you can yeah. read it. What happened? I mean, he was he was on Twitter right after it happened saying i just got the fuck kicked off the plane for being fat i'm waiting to talk to a manager you know so he was tweeting that stuff but uh what happened was he ended up driving back home he was in san francisco and uh he was in san francisco trying to get back to santa barbara and he did driving back there as soon as he got home, he's like, I need to put this shit on file right now. So him and his wife did a podcast right then talking about it while it was all fresh in his mind. Which actually so, a lot of experts recommend you do not air something yeah, like that. But he was actually, he was pretty well, I mean, you, he, he is, he is a storyteller. So yeah. it's not like he just got on there and that fucking fuck fucks just fucked me over you know Mm. so but so that was our day um again i've been able to pick up all the exclusives we're sitting here looking at a fucking living room full of fucking toys uh it's like christmas at the von traps and everything's wrapped in a (laughs) sci-fi bag or a hasbro or a warner brothers um so we'll start with you dan what's your which favorite thing that either we've picked up or you've picked up or oh my buddy uh uh, uh badass mofo going from the ho-ho he uh <laughs> this has been a mission of mine in I've, I've been to a few comic cons but as a casual attendee mm-hmm. you know four hours two over, days over four over, days. over the <laughs> end you know uh but it, it has been my mission to get a Han Solo, Han Solo blaster. And I'm not talking one of those $800 perfect replicas, replicas yeah. that's going to sit in a case that I can't even touch. I want like a toy. Nice. Um, nice. The closest we've ever come, and he always takes, takes point on, on these missions going through the, uh, through the, uh, exhibit hall. The closest we came was this year, found a guy who had one of the original toys. 
Oh, the nice no, fucking. It was movie. a lot. Nice. It was a Return of the Jedi. Wow. Yeah, Walker still Buster. had the perfection Return of the Jedi sticker on it. Wow, yeah, much which is both makes it more valuable and also make it less cool for me. Yeah, yes, exactly. I've I've seen Hans. He doesn't have that sticker. <laughs> but How yeah, that, was it? it was uh, it was marked at one sixty five. But he said he would take cash one twenty five right there. At which point, it would have been cool to have that, and then it would have really sucked to never play with it. Well, yeah. Because I've got to not only turn and look at myself in the mirror, but occasionally another human being comes in my head and can't chat. That, <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, I paid $125 to put it here on my... Yeah, I know it. But, and then you turns could, into You could argument. open it, and, and you would just... it. The reason why it suck is because you just threw $80 of its value <laughs> out after you opened it. Yeah, just as part of it. I still, it's one of those open boxes, so because yeah, they they would let the kids trigger. play with it, yeah. but you can't put a box in a holster. You can't. <laughs> it you was know, set for a right-handed shootist like myself, but still, it's not the same. But uh, today, the day that I I want just uh, just as an example, so your readers know how non-hard I am. I made it down for one hour. You know, I, I had a little bit of trouble. It literally takes 45 minutes. Just to park. To park and get to the con. Oh, that would be if I hadn't realized I forgot my badge halfway <laughs> from my house. So it was really about an hour and 15 minutes to get myself into the convention center. At which point, and, uh, and everybody was doing panels that I had wanted to see. As a matter of fact, they were almost over. Yeah, I was running so late. Tail end. Uh, so I grabbed a little lunch, uh, found myself stuck in a crowd with a counterfeit ID, and I, it, it just wasn't it, counterfeit. It, it, it doesn't counterfeit. If it's not counterfeit, it I was, was. Black there was market. some counterfeiting somewhere in the relationship I had with this badge, <laughs> which. Uh, but that was to replace a badge that you lost. Yes, way. which also didn't have my name. Yeah, I don't. If you that, check the records, Dan Shea has It's not the black Comic-Con. market. Someone yes, I have paid it. a lot of money to go to Comic Con. I don't feel bad. Comic Con got their money <laughs> or whatever, yeah. and one person is in the goddamn convention. Yeah, there was. Yeah. And quite honestly, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of people who are looking at your IDs there, and to such a degree, they're not checking. Mm-hmm. It's one out of ten will actually try and read your name. So yeah. it wasn't an issue. I got stopped at one door, went to the next one, got right in. Yeah. Uh, but I think, you know, my patience had just kind of worn out. And I realized I just would rather have fresh air and not be around all these people. I, so so I, uh, I I bailed out. I pussied out on uh, on Saturday when I didn't even get there till like one thirty anyway. Yeah. So I... I did back, and that, and I just met up to do this podcast again several hours later. So Han Solo was the Han Solo was, blaster was your favorite thing. So as I showed up to do the uh, the Which podcast, I got for him. Mark hands to me, yes. and I felt like such a douche. But um, I, I don't want to take a lot of credit because you know I did have him reimburse me because uh, you know what he wasn't there today. Fuck him. Now, if you were there, Fair I bought it for you. It would have been very nice and been very cool. Yeah, and my, and my, you could have, uh, you could have put a hundred percent markup on it. Well, when I, you gave I it actually, to me. I still I made about a dollar fifty. Actually, it was twelve eighty eight plus tax, and you gave me fifteen. So, scalper. I, I, I did scalp it a little <laughs> bit to my friend, my friend, my own friend. That's okay. It, it wasn't my best fifteen dollars. That's good. It wasn't my best. Yeah. Okay. okay, Mark. So you have you have actually bought 
I mean, of course, not on my level, unfortunately, somebody that could share in my shame. But uh, you've actually purchased quite a few things at the show. So what is your favorite thing? My favorite thing, well, the thing that I like to look at the most, I guess, is that uh, Gentle Giant. um, uh, Mark no. Oh, the, the, yeah. I like the packaging. The, the, the twelve, the, the twelve inch, inch uh, vintage, the twelve inch Kenner vintage uh, reproduction. Yeah, and I don't want to open it. I like it. It's very nicely. To, it's very easy to see. There's not a lot of articulate in any way. So just leave him in the box. He's cool. But the other thing I got was that Gentle Giant um, Macquarie, and uh, this thing I can't wait to open. It's got the interchangeable Vader, heads. The Vader. Yeah, the Vader. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got these, you could take off from the different uh, concepts of his of his helmet. And mm-hmm. It's pretty neat. It might like, ref- I, I was, I'm was. i going to keep it on my office desk. What does the Macquarie refer to? Uh, Ralph Macquarie was the concept artist for Lucas throughout the whole franchise, basically. Oh. So um, uh, he did he even did prequel work too. Yeah. Not he he was the he was the predominant uh, almost exclusive concept artist for the original trilogy. As the but, actual, but he just did random pieces in the. Uh, as the actual story yeah. goes, is that Lucas had just. Uh, you know, he just had a, a hit movie with American Graffiti. Uh, he pretty much had the okay to do his next. You know, they were they were listening to any of his ideas, and he basically he brought in a script detail and a storyboard of Ralph McQuarrie pictures, and that is what sold Star Wars to well, to the studio. So I'd say it has an iconic look. Yes, he's very but I, I, I brought it up and I asked because I noticed a uh, you know of all the thousands of action figures that we saw to, at the uh, convention, I do remember seeing one that was like an old it looked like a like a like a like a toff looking older guy in an imperial uniform and it said uh, General Macquarie. And I was racking my brain, actually off and on for the last couple of days, trying to think what film he was from. I didn't recognize him at all. So is, is that just a tribute character? Do you guys know anything no, about that? No, he, he actually was. He was in The Empire Strikes Back as uh, one of the generals during the Hoth attack scene. Mm. He doesn't have a line or anything like that. He's just in the back. But that's actually Ralph McQuarrie? Yeah. They, oh, okay. Because they actually did a Ralph figure in his Hoth gear for, for that character. And, uh, well, this would be the guy who designed the Adat. Uh, yep. Well, then he deserves to be in every shot of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Joan Giant was the real big hit for you this year. I really, I didn't buy anything else, and then I had that one prize that I won, which I really, I mean, I, re- I like that because... Uh, it was free. Something won is always better than something earned. Always, always, always. And uh, that that thing right there, I, I'm looking at it right now. It's it's really, really pretty. And it also goes with the stormtrooper thing I got going on. Right <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now you got one with the official uh, orange. What is it? Palette. I guess. Jason, I is that is that what the uh, shoulder, shoulder pad? Insignia. Pauldron. 
pauldron? Yeah. Is a palette uh, a smaller version of that? I'm not sure. Maybe it's the French version of that. Yeah, I don't know why I'm going to you with the French questions. <laughs> From the collector community, it's called a shoulder pauldron, and it signifies rank. Mm. I guess I'd really take my question to someone in the military community, but and I think he's a lieutenant, correct? Uh, I'm actually not sure oh. to tell you the truth. I don't really, I don't really pay attention to the rings, like the different colors. That's of the probably why you spend so much time in the brig, <laughs> saluting the wrong guy, <laughs> flipping off the wrong guy. I guess. More. But uh, okay, I guess. Major asshole. <laughs> uh, probably to be a little too stereotypical, at least for our community. Um, my favorite thing from the con is the blaster, the reissue Autobot Ghetto Box. Mm. I, I still have that blaster. Toy. I still have that. I still have that toy too. Yeah, it, it was the yellow red one. I had yeah. that one. Yeah. I, well, I still have it. So uh, that's probably my most favorite thing, followed up very, very closely by my The Max action figure. So if you're old enough, you'll remember the uh, one of the first non-music things to be on MTV was uh, uh, the first uh, liquid television. That's not what oh. he was on. Eon Flux? Yeah, that was actually, oh, yeah. Well, Eon Flux was stuff. introduced yeah, there, yeah, then yeah. finally got her own invited. show. Um, the Max was another uh, uh, little segment that on that. very familiar. Yeah. So he's a big uh, comic book uh, uh, personality, so I was able to pick him up. I've been looking at him for a long time. Massive figure, ultra good price, straight from the factory. So Always good. All right. I think this has been, we're about three hours. Uh, we will probably not talk about Sunday just because we're going to be uh, trying to get home as quick as we can after the show. Dan's trying to wake up every female in the house. Oh, one okay. down. Fire it one time. Maybe that, that's like a <laughs> Oh, yeah. Out. Trust me. Okay. I, I see it coming. You might fire it into hers. Hers will pick up. The, you guys have the cheap mics, so... <laughs> when it's appropriate right. when you're least expecting it um, but so we're gonna it, well let's I'm skip gonna, Sunday's the big uh, you know Comic Con naked orgy day anyway no one really talks about it <laughs> yeah we exactly. might as well it's, sign off now if, if you've seen 38 naked bodies humping 38 other naked bodies then yeah it's pretty much old news yeah, yeah. not if you're the bottom <laughs> that's and very very of, fresh and four of them the stormtrooper <laughs> One out of four. <laughs> oh, that's probably even being kind. But uh, uh, so yeah, uh, glad glad you hung in there with us. We've been very drunk both nights now uh, talking about this, but it it really is an experience. Uh, Mrs. McFavor and I have said, kind of, no matter what happens, kids, uh, uh, friends out here or not, you know, who knows how long you guys will be out in San Diego, hopefully for a very, very long time. Who knows how long Comic-Con yeah, will be out in Comic-Con, San Diego. Yeah. Um, right. But we're going to be a year. So it, if three-hour lines sound good to you, if 125,000 smelly people sound good to you, 
if uh, some of the best times you can have in your life with some of the best people you've ever met and you know lines are not lines are not wasted time that's the quality time I agree you know you talk you do stuff yeah, yeah exactly you, you learn how to play games you taught me a game today yeah okay. taught taught Mark how to play cribbage so um, oh god that must have been a pretty long line <laughs> yeah. It's not that hard. I'm getting it. Are you on? Test, test. Mm, test, nothing. There you go. Okay. Um, please join us, man. The more the merrier. The more people that are out here. That we e- know. Even with a group of four, you are able to finagle things. You're able to stake out mm-hmm. lines. You're 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 able to make ongoing experience so much better than even just two people or especially one person. If you're one person, you're at the mercy of other people. You can't even leave a line unless you talk to somebody, get to know them, and say, "Will you hold hold my spot?" Because when that security guard says, "Hey, hey, hey, you can't sneak in," mm-hmm. you better hope that those people that were around Ouch. you say yeah. he was in line. Yeah. <laughs> so it's an amazing time. Please join us next year. We will definitely be here. Mark will definitely be here. Dan will definitely be here. I'll and Dan, what? I forgot yes. your silly name. Sorry. I've been I calling you even, Dan the whole I don't time. It's Grimshay. came up with one. <laughs> Grimshay. You can, you can search back four and a half hours to find out what the initial <laughs> silly name was there at home. Uh, but, yeah. Um, so, San Diego Go Comic-Con 2010. It's I'm Smith McFavorite. I'm still Dan. What the hell's my name? Oh, I'm a I'm the bad motherfucker from the get go. Yeah, there you go. Bad mofo. I'm forgetting my own name. All right, so we will talk to you guys later.